sitting here ready to go home. Where you at? Where are you? In the shop. Oh, are you back here? open? Hey, no, I came around here to uh, my girl. Nobody broke into you. So it's late. I wanted to let her out. Make sure she get out safely. So I came around here. I ain't working. Uh, my girl, nobody broke into you. So I said hi, yo. Don't say what's up. Hey, y'all. What's up? Where's your shorty? Hey. All right, you got him under control, right? Got calm his ass down. Don't come up his ass off. I know you in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, that's a nice shot right there, yo. That shot look that look better than the barber shop. <laughs> it definitely don't look better than the barber shop. It definitely do. It definitely don't. <laughs> She what I'm looking at. Look no, it definitely don't look better than it the barbershop. I put my foot in that barbershop. Really yeah, I did. Really did. <laughs> nah, I'm saying, I'm looking at it. That shit look a little fresh, though, yo. I'm telling you, yo. No, it's yeah. just a little newer. That's it's all that is. <laughs> yeah, that's what we talking <laughs> That's all that is. Mm -hmm. Same person did the work. Did it? Yo. Corey just did the floor in there. Corey did my floor. Corey did my plumbing. And Corey did the printer. They can't printer. see all that. They just looking at the exterior. Joe did that. Not him. This is not Joe. Joe's not painting. Joe ain't paint. The same painter that painted my shop painted George. The same dude that did all of the work in here did all of the work in mine. Are you crazy? <laughs> you was the issue. I'm not the issue. I'm better at this than me. I told them they was the issue. I mean, stop that, yo. <laughs> Dang, yo, we arguing on YouTube. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an interesting conversation. Oh, but we arguing over. I don't think Unk went live. Oh, shit, yes, yeah, he did. We arguing over. I thought you were joking. Business look better, though. You know what I'm saying? That's black <laughs> stuff right there. That's how that's supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, y'all yeah, know. that's a good point. Thing. We arguing over what business look better. Damn right, yo. Damn right, that, you know what I'm saying? That's a black couple right there, dedicated, you know what I'm saying, to business, and that's real. And we need more of that. Start arguing over damn bag of potato chips or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, mm -hmm. Let me see who in the chat room. Yes, yeah, they found up in there yet. Let me see. All right, nobody get to them. All right, okay. What we got there? I see you, LP. Because they talk. I see you, LB. What's up, Robinson? Brother Logic, RMF, what's good? Mm-hmm. I see you. Who else we got in here? Brothers in the UK, what's up? What's good? Rashu. Uh-huh. Dave B. What's going on, family? How you doing, man? Anthony Smith. Mark Johnson. All right. From West Africa. What's up with you? Aaron, what up with you, man? What it do? Gullah. South Carolina. Thurman. Yeah, we're going to have a good show tonight, man. All right. 
For sure. I see you, pseudo sled. Peace, peace. Mm-hmm. We had a good show tonight, man. We ain't gonna stay long, though. But we're gonna get in and get out. All right. Outside the queue, what's up with you, man? Make sure I send a link, too. Make sure you get that, bro. Let me see. Oh, man. Oh, that? Let me get that off. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let me get that straight. Mm. Let me see. Anyways, hopefully everybody, you know, like, favorite the video. Definitely share it so we can um, have our other people come in. Mm -hmm. All I mean. Mm hmm Get it right. Let's see if I can get the video on here. Goodness. Yeah, I read that article that you posted, Dave. That's my bad. I forgot to drop that. And the pseudo killers. Did yeah, I we want to start off with that. I did. No, I didn't. Hmm. Yeah, that's my bad, Dave. I'm going to have to go back yeah, and get yeah. that. Peace to the chat, by the way. Peace to the chat. Peace to the chat. I done messed up the whole daggone. I can't get in the daggone chat. What in the world I did, yo? All right, let me put this YouTube up so I can see this real quick. <clears throat> All right, so look, that's how we're gonna do this. All right, so I can't even, I don't wanna mess up. We still live on the YouTube, right? Yes. All right, I don't wanna mess up. All right, so look. All right, what's the title of that that article? Hold on. So we get right into it. You can go ahead and start the clock, Doc. You on the clock? All right. 10, All right, cool. 10, 12. It's 10 12, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, hold on. You got to let CK open up, though. Yeah, I'm going to open up. Mm. CK. Oh, you know me, multitasking to the max. Playing <laughs> a daggone video game. Not what I'm doing. What you doing? I told you I had like 80 tabs open. I'm trying to get these joints down. Throwing books in the Discord server. Okay. All right. You would know that if you actually, you know, went on there and saw all the books that I be putting in there. I'm trying to go on there, yo. Be so much other stuff to do. I mean, just check in every once in a while. I aggravate us a little bit. Right, I'm gonna do. Last time I was in there, Chief X got the bug. We got the bug and got the cussing each other out. <laughs> I remember that. Mm -hmm. Let me give y'all the title of the show. What do you say, Doc? I didn't say anything. The title of the show is African American Culture and the Fight. Hold on, man. Damn. Against Coronavirus. I think that's a pretty dope title right there. African American Culture and the, and the Fight to Survive COVID 19. 
Yes, sir, Rebob. Go ahead, go start us off, sis, so we can dig right in. Hey, appreciate everybody coming through. Definitely like and favorite the show. Share it with everybody. Tell them to come through and chill with us tonight. And if you didn't know before, you're going to find out today that a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. Pseudo killers on deck. Check this out. My name is God Killer, and we come to do what we got to do, and we're going to do what we got to do. We standing tall. We standing strong. Pseudo killers on deck. What's good, family, man? How y'all doing, man? What's going on, brother chef? Where you at? What's up with you, man? In that business. What, what's going on, Dr. Oyamayat? What it do? How you doing? Hey, peace and love to you, brother God Killer. Peace and love to you. Peace and love to my sister CK. Peace and love to brother Sheffrin. Peace and love to the pseudo killers. And peace and love to everyone under the sound of my voice in the chat and those who will be watching in the archive. Mm -hmm. CK, the poet, what's good? Would you say pseudo killer on deck? Official. Peace, peace. Peace to the panel. Peace to the chat. You know how we do. We got some articles on deck. We got some stuff we need to talk about. Hopefully the chat, you know, by all means, chime in. You know, we can always, you know, get it in. And hey. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of these discussions stem from things I'm reading and the discussions I'll be having uh, 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 with the brothers and the sisters. This particular conversation I was having with the great Dr. Oyama Yat, and <clears throat> she kind of took me back a little bit. I used to have a show called Conquered by Religion, right? And, you know, I, I, I laid off of the religious pressure for a while. But it's time to get back there because we're in that moment again where our religion has failed us. Okay? Mm. Our culture has failed us. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to explain just why and what we're talking about. So she take me back to this book right here. All right. So if y'all got destruction of black civilization, I want y'all to open up the page 56. And if y'all got Portuguese and West Africa, uh, 1415, 1615, uh, I was put on this book right here by Dr. Oyamayat. Uh, it's a classic book uh, from Cambridge Library. Um, it's kind of serious. And they give you original documentations. No need to flim flam and bam bam. This is the type of scholarly work, you know what I'm saying? You got to get your hands on. And so let me jump right here. Page 56 in the Destruction of Black Civilization. This, this particular uh, chapter is called The Conquest of blacks by religion. Huh. It's a mean title right there, right? Mean chapter. Now watch this and listen closely. Right? And it's going to take us right on to where we at right now and why we surviving the fight against COVID-19. COVID-19 is actually the disease caused by the novel SARS coronavirus 2. So, let me see. It says... Is somebody, hey, Mucho, let me say, everybody, read, read your thing real quick, Doc, because it's like it's an echo. I don't know if it's you, CK. Okay. It says, no. pay close attention. Other invaders found penetration easy under the banners of religion. Mm -hmm. Full advantage was taken of the fact that Africans are a very religious people. Now, see, we should learn from that. 
right? Because we still around them people and they still taking advantage of us because of our religion. First came the crescent flag of the prophet. The Islam advance was three-pronged, proselytizing missions, claiming one brotherhood, widespread intermarriage and concubinage with the African woman due to the Muslim system of polygamy. Most people only know this, man, the Africans wasn't necessarily doing it like that. I'm saying they had one white for the most part. Read Diop's work and he tells you that. But all y'all to try to fake the funk with the ad known to African culture. Polygamy and the forceful conversion at sword point. Watch this. That's the Muslims. It said the cross of Jesus Christ followed the Muslim crescent. It says the cloak of Christianity was a most convenient hiding place for those who had other designs. That has not changed fundamentally, right? It's still a hiding place for the racism, white supremacy. Hence the drive to convert. Conversion here meant far more than conversion to Christianity. It's always been, been, been more than just Christianity. Dr. Clark said, religion is a deification of a people's culture. Huh. So who culture are you following? It say, as in the case of Islam, it meant change into the white man's image, his ideas and value system. You know how your grandmother used to have the white Jesus on the wall. You know how you Google Jesus and all the pictures is white. You got to literally type in black Jesus for a black Jesus to pop up. <laughs> that should tell you something right there. The real object of worship turned out to be neither Jesus Christ nor his father God, but Western man and Western civilization. Christian brotherhood? Well, uh, yes, in principle. Or to be practical, you blacks can have all the Christian brotherhood you desire amongst yourselves. And apartheid was an African-wide under colonialism and not a uh, particularly, uh, my fault, uh, peculiarly of the South African system as so many are led to think. But what happened in the process of converting the blacks to Islam and Christianity was the supreme triumph of the white world over the blacks. Now see, now y'all understand why I'm a real black atheist. Because I realized practicing these religions, right, is conquest of your mind and your culture. I'm gonna read that again. But what happened in the process of converting the blacks to Islam and Christianity was far, was the supreme triumph of the white world over the blacks. Millions of Africans became non-Africans. You know how the Christians say, I ain't African. Africans who were neither Muslim nor Christian were, were classed as pagans. Oh, unk, you're a pagan, right? If Sinjati practiced uh, Egyptian religion, he a pagan. You, you feel me? If you do anything besides Christianity, Islam, or Judaism, they classify you as a pagan. So we see where they're getting that from. And therefore, required, required to 
disavow their whole culture, remember religion is culture, and to regard practically all African institutions as backwards and savage. Now we see what it is when you practice a form of religion. You start to look at yourself as being backwards, particularly, particularly in those days. Now watch this. The Blacks in their own right became non-persons, member of a race of nobodies. So helpless that self-realization as uh, personalities, even in the subordinate status, could only be achieved by becoming a Muslim or Christian. You know how you be saying, like, hum to Allah and all that? Mm -hmm. Indeed, in order to destroy completely not only their African heritage, because once you start to practice the foreign religions, you start to destroy your African heritage. <laughs> but also their very African identi identity psychologically. Remember I told you in this world we live in, it's 90% mental and 10% physical. Got to watch that religion you practice. They were forced to change their names, right? Me and Dr. Oyami are talking about that. Their names to Arabic and Christian names. Henceforth, if these black uh, Elmas, Johns, Muhammad, Samuels, and Abdullah had to achieve greatness in some field, the assumption would be that it was a Caucasian achievement unless a special effort was made to identify the race of the persons in question. Like, so when I talk about um, uh, uh, certain scientists, okay, when I start to talk about Al-Jahid, right, you think he a Muslim based off of the name. There you go. Where am I at? Um, Abdullah with the Caucasian achievement, special effort was made to identify, hold on, unless a special effort was made to identify the race of the persons in question. Yeah. Blacks at home in Africa and Blacks scattered all over the world bore the names of their enslaved, right, and oppressors. The ultimate in self-enfacement that promoted a self-hatred, which made pride in the race difficult. You know how they be laughing at us because we give them that, that pride in who and what we are. You know how they do you, right? You know how they try to crack jokes when you're at work or you somewhere and you're kicking it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? This is all based off of that process, that conquering by religion. It says that these psychological shackles still handicap not only the rebirth of modern African states, but also blacks everywhere should be obvious to all. This is one of my favorite books. I try to read these once a year. He gets down with the get down right here. Get this book. Story time readers to your children. It's simple, it ain't hard. But he gets to the matter at hand, the conquest of Blacks by religion. So now y'all know and see why I do what I do. Now y'all see why I call myself God killer. I'm really killing the culture that invaded us.
that it raises mentally, socially, and spiritually. You got to know what God is. God is a cultural container in understanding and world views of a daggone people. And if you practice the religions of your oppressor, you become oppressed. You become oppressed to the point where you're not even ready to survive in an environment of pathogens. Hmm. Very, 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 very interesting. And we're going to prove our point. With that doc, with that doc, real quick. All right. So, Brother Ankh, I want you to turn to page 100 in uh, the Portuguese in West Africa, 1415 to 1670. All right. In chapter six, which is entitled The Discovery of the Kingdom of, the, of Congo. Um, there's a, um, actually this chapter is maybe 20 or 30 pages long, but in this chapter, it talks about how when the Portuguese uh, first arrived in the Congo, and by the way, this is a perfect example of what you just read, Brother Ankh, in the destruction of the uh, Black civilization. So this is a perfect example of what you meant when you talked about how when you practice the um, religion of your oppressors, you become oppressed and how you know, religion is a cultural container. And when you subscribe to a foreigner's religion, then you throw away your, you throw away your culture. And so this is a perfect example of that. So anyway, and on, um, in chapter six, the discovery of the kingdom of the Congo, I'm looking at page 101, brother, uh, the paragraph at the bottom. And this is when the Portuguese came over to the Congo, uh, they got acquainted with the king. And at one point at, at this particular time, they erected a church um, in the Congo. And so um, in this paragraph, and I'm, I'm going to read it for, for, the, for, the, for the listening audience. In this particular paragraph, the king is being converted to Christianity in front of all of his people. Okay. And so we can understand the psychological impact of that. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. Okay. And hold up, maybe let me open, let me share my camera. I'll start my video. But what page is on? So on page 101. Okay. Gotcha. All right, and I just want to show the people what I'm looking at right here. All right, just in case they want to read it. But anyway, I'll go back to the video and read it but it, and see it. But it says, the Lord, when asked what, what name he would have, says Dom um, Manuel, because they had told him that this was the name of the brother of the queen of Portugal, who was a duke, and he was also a duke and was the brother of a queen, his son will be called Dom Antonio. The king and other principal men of the fleet acted as godfathers. And when the ceremony, which was very long, to which Dom Manuel was very attentive, was finished, they immediately placed the holy oil on his head. It was clearly explained to him through interpreters what each thing signified, which pleased him, and at, the, and at each step made him more content. The nobles of his household did not enter the church, however important they were, but walked around fearful of what was happening to their Lord. Eventually he came out of the church safe and with a very happy face and said to them, friends, you all know how much pleasure and good fortune I have conducted such and such of our annual festivals and won such and such victories over my enemies. And now gives me pleasure above everything else to affirm to you that I have never felt so joyful nor so youthful in my happiness as I do this hour. And the true God be praised to whom today I give myself since the desire to be his has been so strong 
although according to his law, it is impossible to serve him except with the will. So at this point, the, the, the king of uh, Congo, he was being converted to Christianity in a church and then he came out and he addressed his people. And then after he did that, he incentivized, he incentivized others um, to become a Christian. So brother Ankh, I'm, at, I'm on page 102, uh, the second paragraph. Okay. So it says, when these things had taken place and he, and he was now a Christian, Don Manuel at once notified the king, his lord. So they're talking about the Portuguese, I'm sorry, the Congolese king, who was some 50 leagues away. It says the king sent a reply at once through a great lord who was cousin of the prince's brother, congratulating him on the honor the Christians of the king of Portugal, his brother and friend, had bestowed on him, and that he was delighted and rejoiced greatly that he was a Christian, as he himself hoped to be, and that for having done so, which he considered to be a great and signal service, he would make him a grant of 30 leagues of land along the seacoast and 10 leagues inland with all its inhabitants and revenues. And the fleet and its crews were entrusted to him. So becoming a, you know, a Christian at this time, you know, it was, it was incentivized. All right. So moving right along, brother because I actually wrote these things down. So moving right along. Um, let's go to page, let's go to page 107. Let's go to page 107 and let's look at the, the last couple of sentences in the second paragraph. Okay, so this is when they started taking, so they took on names of the king and the queen's brother of Portuguese, but now of Portugal, I'm sorry. But now on page 107 in the second paragraph, it says that the king thought it was a good idea that she should be baptized and gave her the name of Leonor after the queen of Portugal, the wife of King Dom Joel, so that both husband and wife being now Christians had the same names as those two most Christian princes, the authors of this conversion who were joined through matrimony and also through blood both being grandchildren of Dom Dorete. All right. So not only did he do that, he converted his wife and then gave her the name of the king's wife. All right. So just like you said, brother, um, they were converting, they were converting to Christianity and taking on names. And I want to read one more thing. And I'm going to go ahead and pass it back to you. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So I'm at the bottom of page 115 where it says, having settled his affairs, the king remained at peace in his kingdom, although he had much trouble with some of his chiefs who in many areas rebelled against him because of their idolatry. Okay, so then when they say that, so this is a writing of a Portuguese person that was interpreted by Malin Louis. And so they're saying that, you know, even when the, when the king converted to Christianity, you had people, indigenous people who were upset and they rebelled. And so this Portuguese writer is saying that they rebelled because of their idolatry. Okay, so anyway, he says, however, God always gave him victory over them and our Lord granted him such a life in the royal estate that he reigned for 50 odd years and died aged 85. And all this time, he received the faith until the last day of his life. He showed not only the virtues of a most Christian prince, but he also fulfilled the role of a apostle, apostle. So this Portuguese writer is praising this Congolese king. Okay, it says himself preaching and converting a great many of his people and showing so such zeal 
for the honor of God that he employed most of his life in doing this. And in order to better carry out his role as preacher, listen to this, he learned to read our language and studied the lives of Christ and the evangelists, the lives of the saints and other Catholic doctrines, which he was able to learn with the instruction of our priests. And he expounded it all to his barbarous people. So even though they converted, look at this, he, they praised this king and said he was great. You know, he's a great person for converting to Christianity. But he called their, in the same breath, this Portuguese writer called his people barbarous. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it says he expounded it all to his barbarous people. He also sent his sons, grandsons, nephews, and some noble youths to our kingdom of Portugal to learn their letters, not only ours, but also Latin and sacred texts to such good effect that there are no, there are now two members of his family who are bishops in his kingdom and who by exercising their office serve God and please the kings of this kingdom of Portugal at whose expense all these things were done. And so they basically, brother, um, to add to your point, committed cultural genocide. So he converted to Christianity. They took on uh, the names of the Portuguese not only did they do that, but they sent, he sent his people from his family to be educated in Portugal, right? To be educated in Portugal, to become bishops, you know, in the church. And so again, they committed cultural genocide by converting to Christianity. Mm. See right there, and that's, a, that's actually a letter, am I correct? This yeah, this is a letter. Yeah, this is an actual, all of the, and I hope people can see this book, all of the writings in this book, this is a collection of, writings by different Portuguese people. And it was, look at this, it was translated by Malin Nuit, okay? And um, and you had people like uh, Zorera. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but that's how I pronounce it. It's a, and he was the, a writer, I believe for Prince, um, Prince Henry. And so it's a whole, it's a collection of, of Portuguese writings of people who were there you know, people who were in West Africa at the time. And again, it was translated by Mail and Louis. So this is, you know, uh, this is, these are primary sources of what actually took place in West Africa while the Portuguese were on the grounds. Hmm. Mental, huh? <laughs> Not even saying mental. So, so, so we get it now that God is a cultural container. We got that. Uh, the key figure in religion is God. We got that. So when you practice a religion, you actually pick up in somebody else's culture. Isn't that very, very interesting? Hmm. So, so then, in fact, then how does this tie into the COVID-19? Simple. So based off of us not having a culture, based off of us not having a real uh, strict identity, uh, based off of us just basically floating and attaching ourselves to all kinds of things, uh, it's clear that pseudoisms are dangerous. Pseudoisms is another form of religion for black people. You know, like when you consider yourself leaving out of religion and you dive into pseudoisms because you say, aha, I got it now, right? And you be black powered up, you do all that, okay? But the trick is, right, that you're really dove into another religion. Pseudoisms is a religion. <laughs> the church is the pseudos. It absolutely is. Culture has been lost. Culture, we can't seem to get that back. I've always made the recommendation to develop a culture based off where we are right now. I think that would be important. 
So why is it? How am I connecting the two? Very, very simple and very, very basic. If you do not have a culture that tells you uh, to understand scientific literacy, right, then you're going to be at a default. Scientific literacy is the key component in a growing demand on planet Earth for people's survivability. I'm going to say it again. It's a growing demand. You need to be scientifically literate and technically sound to live in this world we're in right now. It's the global economy. It's around the world. And those who are not scientifically literate will get left in the ashes of history. Those who are scientifically literate and technically sound will push forward and build strong communities and strong families. You want to add something to that, Sister CK? Nah, man, y'all hit it right on the head. You know what I mean? Like, that was really interesting, you know, to try to hear that from a different perspective. You know, and if anybody's interested, that book that Dr. Mayotte was reading is in the New Black Knowledge Discord server digitally. And I think I have to find the Black Civilization one. I can't remember where I put it at. <laughs> so, yeah, we have an article here, right? So why is it? that black people are dying more disproportionately than everybody else. Why, why, how could that be? Hmm, do we have a culture to teach us? Well, wait a minute, Doc, you had a statement. <laughs> you had a statement and it talked about, the statement was something about, we're gonna be all right with Jesus Christ. Is that the statement? You got your hand. You got your yeah, hand. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I um, I just kind of wanted to build on the importance of culture. But the statement that you and I were talking about was when I told you that um, and it's not just my uncle. It's a whole bunch of them. They're saying things like, you know, God and the angels are going to protect us from the coronavirus. And they actually, some of them, they really believe this. You know, that God and the angels are going to protect us from the coronavirus. We just need to pray our way out of the situation. Man. So, okay, you build on culture. You want to build on culture? I mean, you can go in and if you want to present the article, you can go in. I can build on culture after that. So this article is a very, very deep article, and um, we need to read the article. And the article, did you, can you put it in chat? Working on it right now. It's called Coronavirus is Killing More African Americans than any other group in the US study finds. So this particular study, first of all, the study has not been peer reviewed yet, okay? Uh, they're putting it up for peer review now. I want y'all to know that, all right? We call it preprint, okay? Uh, it tells you right here at the bottom of it, it said the study, which has not yet been peer reviewed is currently under consideration by a medical journal and has not yet been published. Okay, so it's a it's a preprint, right? But this statement right here was very, very compelling to me right here. And then I'm gonna let the sister read it. Very, very, it says right all the way down, almost at the end of the article, right? It says, watch this, it says, um, social conditioning, well, what the hell is that? How does a person get socially conditioned? You can get conditioned through your daggone religion. Social conditioning and structural racism, meaning within the institutions, right? 
This is what they saying was happening. Watch this. Social conditioning, right? Uh, structural racism and other factors elevate risk for COVID-19 diagnosis and deaths in the black community. Now, 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 guess who was saying this? Wrote the scientists from the Rollins School of Public Health at Emory, John Hopkins University, Bloomberg School of Public Health, and the University of Mississippi Medical Center, and Georgetown University, O'Neill Institute for National and Global Health Law. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like a who's who list. A who's who's list. You know what I'm saying? So when the Europeans, right, and some European colleges start telling you what it is, you know what it is. Like, they're telling you structural racism and social conditioning. So we've been ahead of, we, we've been saying this for years. We've been ahead of the daggone curve the whole time. I'm sitting here trying to promote scientific literacy. I'm getting laughed at by the damn pseudos, right? Pseudoism sell. In the climate of pandemic, pseudoisms are dangerous. I've been saying it before the damn pandemic came, right? But no one was listening. But now y'all see how dangerous, dangerous it can be. It's so damn dangerous that I'm not even playing the game no more. I don't even want to be on a damn platform that promotes pseudoisms over accurate information. I don't give three flying bleep bleep bleeps what they say about me. Stand for something or fall for everything. At a certain point in your life, we got to get real about this thing that we talking about building a daggone community. How the hell are you going to build a community off of religions and pseudoisms? It's not going to happen. How can you protect yourself? Why is it that our communities, right, have higher rates? Why is that? Because we don't have a culture to say, wait a minute. Uh, well, the president said this. Don't listen to him. Listen to the CDC. Listen to the scientists. He's not even, he's not even in agreement with, with his own scientists. That's crazy. How in the heck are you going to go against an institution you created called the CDC? They opened it up in Georgia, right? Okay, first to really open up, they ain't even listening to the CDC. Now all of a sudden, uh, the quote unquote uh, uh, governor saying, okay, now everybody need to go get tested. They should have been did that before they started cracking it open. What did they open up first? They opened up the hair salons, barbershops, stuff we frequent. They released the Jordans. Like, why would you release the Jordans? Like, we can get them online, Mike. Does anybody really care? No, nobody cares. So you have to develop a culture that actually cares to tell you what to do and what not to do and how to do it. I mean, goodness. But go ahead, sis. Crack that beautiful bean footage right there. Uh, are you talking to me or Sister CK? Yeah, I was unsure who he was talking to. Yeah, okay. What did you say? You know you multitasking, playing the game. I am. You know it. Tell the truth. I'm actually looking for books, sir. I knew it was something else you were doing. I was trying to, I'm trying to find that Black Civilization book. I could have swore I had it digital. So you said you wanted me to read that article? Yeah, we got to get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Just in case y'all missed it the first time, I'm going to throw it in the chat once again for those that would like to read along. 
or just read it maybe later on in your spare time if you don't feel like reading it now. In this article, hold on, where is this from? Damn, that's crazy. The Curison. <laughs> the eyes, the CBS thing. No, this isn't this isn't CNN. I think it's a subsidy of uh, NBC because it has the little NBC uh, symbol at the top. But it's from KMOV4. Yeah, it was the CNN. I'm telling you. Go ahead. You'll see it. Anyway, uh, this article is uh, written by uh, Shelby Lynn Erdman. It came out on the 5th of uh, May. And the title is Coronavirus is Killing More African Americans Than Any Other Group in the U.S. Study Finds. Oh, CNN. <laughs> That's probably where they got the original source from. That's why. Okay, that makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, um, more African Americans are dying from coronavirus in the United States than whites or other ethnic groups, according to the to a new study. Black Americans represent just 13.4% of the American population, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, but account for more than half of all COVID-19 cases and almost 60% of deaths the study found. Ah, hold on. That's, see, that's, that's tragic right there, yo. That's tragic right there, yo. That's try, And I can give you some daggone factors, but I'm going to wait till she get down to the bottom and show you why misinformation is so dangerous to the believing mind, specifically those who are the most religious. Remember, we're, we're quote unquote, the most religious people on damn planet Earth. So I mean, we've fallen for a whole lot of gibberish and garbage and a lot of psycho babble, and we take it to heart more than anybody. That's why you thought your melon, right, protected you from the COVID-19. Remember that? Go ahead, sis. Yeah, that lie only worked for so long. Um, forgot where was I? Oh yeah, disparities including access to healthcare are likely to blame. Researchers concluded in a report released Tuesday. The team of epidemiologists and clinicians at four universities worked with AMFAR the AIDS Research Nonprofit in Seattle's Center for Vaccine Innovation and Access, PATH, which that's another acronym, to analyze COVID-19 cases and deaths using county-level comparisons. Racial data is still lacking in many areas, and their analysis uses what data was available as of mid-April. They compared counties with a disproportionate number of black residents, those with a population of 13% or more, with those with lower numbers of African-American residents. Counties with higher populations of black residents accounted for 52% of coronavirus diagnosis and 58% of the COVID-19 deaths nationally, they said. Mm. Social conditions, structural racism and other factors elevate risk for COVID-19 diagnosis and death in communities, in black communities, wrote the scientist from the Rowland School of Public Health at Emory, John Hopkins University, Bloomberg School of Public Health, the University of Mississippi Medical Center, and Georgetown University's O'Neill Institute for National and Global Health Law. Americans, America's 
Black and Hispanic communities are bearing the brunt of the coronavirus. Structural factors include healthcare access, density of households, unemployment, pervasive discrimination, and others drive these disparities, not interesting characteristics of Black communities or individual level factors. Of the more than 3,100 counties, researchers looked at with coronavirus cases and deaths from late January to mid-April, they found a greater percentage of disproportionately Black counties were in the South. The African-American populations ranged from 13% of the county total to overall 87%. COVID-19 deaths were higher in disproportionately Black rural and small metro counties, the study noted. The research showed that April 13th, there were 283,750 COVID-19 diagnosis in disproportionately Black counties and 12,748 deaths compared with the 263,640 coronavirus cases and 8,886 deaths in all other counties. Collectively, these data demonstrate significantly higher rates of COVID-19 diagnosis and deaths in disproportionately Black counties compared to other counties, as well as greater diabetes diagnosis, heart disease deaths, and cerebrovascular disease deaths in unadjusted analysis, the author concluded. The study, which has not yet been peer-reviewed, is currently under consideration by a medical journal and has not yet been published. So there you go. We call it preprint around here. Y'all got to know what a preprint is. Look up preprint. All right. You want to add something to that, Doc? You want to say something about that? Oh uh, no, no, no. I was just when 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 Sister CK was was reading the article. Uh, I was just sitting here thinking that um, I was looking at the numbers. I was extremely disgusted, but not surprised because again. You know, again, our culture tells us that our melanin is going to protect us. Our culture tells us that Jesus and, and, and the angels are going to protect us. Um, our culture tells us not to take it serious. It's a hoax. You know, white folks are lying about this. It's a hoax. You know, this is what's going on. And so now we see the results of this. And so, you know, that's all I wanted to say, Brother Arm. But now we see the results. Yeah. Brother Sheffern, did you have anything that you wanted to add on that? It's just there. You're probably driving home. So, know. yeah, this is very interesting. That this book, <coughs> choking off the bag on you. Good goodness gracious. That was you, Brother Chef. Oh, no, I, I was just listening. Y'all definitely bringing it. Um, um, I definitely um like the uh piece from um Chancellor Williams. Um that shit timeless for real. I'm sorry for cussing, but that that um that piece on how religion has um infiltrated African culture, um, that's timeless. You know what I mean? 
Um, I like uh, what Dr. Mayat, you know what I mean, um, brought and the piece that you just uh, put down. So like y'all, y'all brought it together. Like it's clear, like, you know, we can't afford, uh, well, Unc said uh, the last time, basically in Atlanta, they, they opened it back up for things that the African-American community will flock to. Being as though we're the ones with um, a lot of underlying um, medical issues that's given us severe complications to the COVID-19, then you uh, start opening up businesses that we frequent. Like it's almost a religion in the black community to get our hair cut and our hair done and our nails done. Now, I don't wanna sound racist, but black people in America, our um, grooming, right? Could be compared with the way Asians eat rice. You feel me? It, it, like we take it that religiously, you know what I mean? To go get our hair done, our nails done. Black man wanna go to the barbershop. We really care about our grooming process. You, you see what I'm saying? So anytime uh, barbershops and salons and nail, that, that messes with our self-esteem. So when they open that up, we'll risk our health to go and get groomed. Then they know we have a problem with consumerism. Like we love to get the best new thing, anything that's trending. We'll stand in line for iPhones. We'll stand in line uh, for the Jordans. They knew the Jordans was coming out. They opened it back up. You see hundreds of black people standing in lines on top of each other, waiting to get the goddamn Air Jordans. That's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, so at, at times when the government is not gonna look out for us, it's up for us to look out for each other. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to uh, the brother Gilly the Kid from um, New Jersey, I mean, uh, from Philadelphia, he a rapper. He spoke on it before Atlanta uh, opened back up. And he told black people in Atlanta, don't don't y'all run your asses out there. And it's a setup. So when other channels are talking about uh, conspiracies, this is the type of conspiracy y'all should be talking about. You feel me? Like, not something that we can't uh, see. When they do stuff that you can see obvious, you feel me? When, when you can see that they, when, when certain portions of the economy is ran off the blacks of black people and they sacrifice you, you know what I mean? Just so they can make money then they the type of conspiracies you should be talking about. You know what I mean? That, that'll sit better. You, you make a better argument for a conspiracy when it's, uh, when, when, when it's laid in um, actual tangible things that we can see harming us. So that's all I got there. That's pretty decent, though. Yeah, that's a fact. Hey, put the link of the show in there so we can all... Uh... Get some callers in there. Hey, Unc, and, and Unc, while the callers are coming in, I wanted to say this too, that um, that um, if, if we're really serious about creating a culture, mm -hmm. 
and you know, or establishing a culture, we need to get serious about institution building because it is through institutions, first institution starting with your family, but it's through institutions that you teach culture, you enforce culture, and you perpetuate culture. You know, so we're really serious about building our culture, creating our culture. We have to get involved with institution building. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, let me show you what our pseudo culture that we practice teaches. And all African-Americans based off of um, social media and hip hop, hip hop actually promotes pseudoisms. Not all hip hop, but most of it does. Uh, you got some of the top notch rappers, they'll hit you with the pseudoisms. You see them on Vlad TV and Breakfast Club. <clears throat> Everything guide to 2012. All you need to know about the theories, beliefs, and history surrounding the ancient mind prophecies. So remember this, 2012 was coming and how our culture actually permit, uh, promoted that it was gonna be the end of the world or this, or, or, or the, the quote unquote, the alignment was coming. Y'all remember that, right? I never forget, I did a blog talk show and red pills and all the same, the same cast of married men, of married pseudos was promoting this, y'all. Nobody held them to task. Nobody held them to task. It was allowed to, to, to spit rhetoric about what was going on in 2012. Nobody held their ass to task. And I've been waiting a long time to get them. So I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna play the blog talk show. I explained exactly what a pole shift was. The whole night I talked about all kinds of stuff. But I said for sure and for certain, right, that this had nothing to do with black people and all to do with the Mayan calendar and the end of a, 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 a cycle for them, which was a great celebration. That's it, right? I actually went to Mexico myself, right? and talk to some of the Mayans. So I already knew what it was. I already knew what it was, So, but our culture actually promoted this, right? This is the new age science. Not this particular work, but this work was giving you accurate information on what it was, but the people in the community like, uh, 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 quote unquote, Bobby Hemet, Delbert Blair, um, uh, Dr. Phil Good Valentine, you know what I'm saying? They was promoting that nonsense and nobody held them to the fire. Nobody. And once again, I'm on the other side saying, man, y'all really gonna fall for that. And then when, when the clock struck 12 and it was 2012 and nothing happened, nobody held them to the fire. Nobody's holding them to the fire now. People are dying at higher numbers that are black, right? And nobody's holding nobody accountable. To the point where you get Sarnetta, right? That's how arrogant Sarnetta is. He gonna hear the word boycott and his mind go blank. But he doesn't hear me saying that the families, right? The core families, the Unraw squad, the Masi, Shawshi, Monty, Meta, Netcha. You know what I'm saying? Man, we boycotting that thing. Don't we have a right when we got our own business? To boycott? What the hell we want to boycott? Or about somebody telling us what we should boycott? I ain't told everybody else not to do it. Trust me with that. I ain't say y'all don't need to go. I never said that. But he's so arrogant and caught up in this trip these days that he actually think that 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 that, that, that the business model that was created, you know what I'm saying, 
got to follow him and his business model. Shout out to MBK. MBK never was on Sarnetta's. As a matter of fact, when the Sarnetta TV Awards came around, they refused the damn reward. Award. They sure did. I forgot all about that. Um, right. They sure did. Let's they stop sure playing did. this damn game. They never mess with the Sarnetta thing. Never. No matter how much I say, go over there and get... That never really was their thing. They made their damn self. The damn Amaral squad majors didn't even make them. As a matter of fact, they used to be in the chat room banging on the Hebrews. I never forget it. So that's kind of crazy to make statements as if, you know what I'm saying, they quote unquote need to be on Sunday. They ain't never need to be on. They built their own thing. Just so happens their message coincided. Just so happens they used to fight battles. Along with the Amaral squad and families. So let's get all this nonsense. All the newbies, people don't know nothing. Chill out, man. This is a long one right here, man. Y'all really think I'm running back over there like that? Where does the measure of a man? Really? I'm going to show you. Since you think I need that, I'm going to show you I don't need that. And I'm going to make my thing better. I'd rather spend time on building our platforms than doing that. All day long, like, man, our life is on the line, man. We, we need a voice. We need voices. It's what we need. We don't need people playing tricks and games. You know what I'm saying? With our psychology. Well, maybe this could be right. Maybe this could be wrong. Check this out, y'all. If they wrong, then you go home and damn near kill grandma. Because you take the virus home with it. If we wrong, you just say, well, Uncle, it was wrong. Think about that, y'all. Think about that. Either you're going to listen to the professionals or you're going to listen to a bunch of people on YouTube and Facebook with conspiracy this, conspiracy that, and the whole nonsense while you actually dying at a high rate. So now what's the thing? First it was you can't die from it. Now you die. And the data come out. The science, I'm going to say this again. First, the pseudos, all of them, the reds, the blue pills, the gray pills, the purple pills, the KT, the arch degrees, the whole cartoon character list of them was talking that you can't die from that. You good, the food you eat, the vegan food, this, that. Man, stop it. When the scientific data comes out, it says you're dying at higher rates based off of this factor, that factor, this factor, social conditioning or social conditions. What is part of your social condition? What the hell you look at? What the hell you read? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Y'all throw tomatoes at us. You know what I'm saying? One of the biggest names in this quote-unquote pseudo-community didn't even know what the hell a doctor's degree was, a doctorate degree was. Huh, that's on tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't no doctor. This from Buzz Lightyears. Doc, man, ain't no doctor. See, that what? See an electrician. Like what? Really? He really said that. And 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 by the thousands, y'all still follow that crap. And he's still promoting death to all. They promoting death, y'all. Mm. You just read the article. 
anybody promoting alternative theories, this conspiracy theory, that, this ain't real, that, 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 not, man, they promoting death. You're going to take the shit home to the older people in your daggone community and literally kill their ass. Not to mention that you ain't reading the real work on it. The real work say, I mean, even those with mild symptoms, the young, where if you six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 15, 25, right? You getting stuff like you getting strokes. What in the hell is a 25-year-old getting a stroke from? What in the hell is a five-year-old getting a heart attack from? You know why? Because the novel, SARS, Coronavirus 2, right? For the first time in human history, has ran across our immune system. For the first time in human history, this is the first time we humans have seen this pathogen. Not to mention this particular pathogen is so much different than all the rest of the pathogens that came through here, that it, it has a wide, broad range of symptoms. It looks like a lot of different diseases. That's why you're not supposed to be running outside in packs like that. That's why you're supposed to listen to the CDC and the scientists. All the things that the quote unquote fake community tell you not to listen to. Oh, just listen to Polite, 5G. Don't listen to Dr. Oyamaya. She has a degree, she understands signals and how you Don't listen to her, she's just wrong. Huh, George Faking, I got you. I ain't forgot you, George Faking. Oh, she shouldn't even be in a community with that trust the government. Can you please just get this straight real quick, Doc? Did you ever tell anybody to trust anything? I'm just listening. Did you ever say that? What was the statement? Let's just get no, that straight. No, I never, yeah, I never, I never said that we should trust the government or we should believe in the government. Um, that wasn't my statement. Um, my statement was that we all have a level of trust, you know, in the gov to, in the government. You know, so my exact words were that we all do trust the government to a certain extent, you know, to a certain degree. I wasn't telling everyone to place their trust in the government or to believe everything the government says or believe, I didn't say any of that. Um, that would be foolish of me to say that, you know, as a student of history and understanding everything that transpired, you know, between us and this government, why on earth would I tell everyone to place their faith or their, you know, their trust completely in this government. I would be foolish to say something like that. Um, and so that's what I meant. I said, to some degree we do, you know, and I mentioned things like, um, you know, going to the market and, and purchasing food, not growing our own food, sending our babies to the public school system, even basic things like jumping in and out of the shower, turning on your water faucet. I mean, just, there's a level of trust. Turn, you know, even just even us having this conversation on the devices that we're using right now, our laptops, our telephones, there's a certain level of trust, right? I'm trusting that the levels of electromagnetic radiation that were approved by the FCC are, are aren't harmful, aren't harming me right now. Because if I felt like they were and I didn't trust that, I wouldn't be on my cell phone right now and I wouldn't be utilizing my laptop or my Wi-Fi if I didn't trust it. So, you know, to some degree, we, we do trust the government. Now, some people may say, well, Dr. Ma'at, because I've heard this argument, they've said, well, what you're saying is not trust, uh, it's survival. Some people said it's not survival, it's, it's you know, we don't have a choice. But my, my clapback or my retort to that would be, we do have a choice. You know, stop acting like we don't have choices. And I, you know, brother, remember I was telling you, don't make me pull out uh, Dr. Amos Wilson's 
uh, Blueprint for Black Power. We do have choices. And he talks about that actually in chapter one of Blueprint for Black Power. We have choices. You know, we want to grow our own food. We can grow our own food. You know, if we want to establish our own school systems, we can establish our own school system. You know, so we do have choices. So there have been brothers and sisters who contact me and their rebuttal to what I said was, oh, it's, it's out of survival. You know, I got to go to the supermarket. Oh, you don't have to go to the supermarket. You know, I remember growing up, um, Brother Ark, and spending my summers in Sumter County, South Carolina. And I watched my uncles and my aunties down there grow their own food. He had a chicken coop in his backyard. He had cows. He had pigs. And so when we were hungry, he would go out there and slaughter the cows, slaughter the pigs. And, you know, we would eat. And whenever we finished with our food, we threw it in a bucket or slop. And he would take that out back to feed his animals. When we wanted eggs, we went to the chicken coop. So you can grow your own food. You don't have to go to the supermarket, you know, and you can educate your own babies. And so some people said it's out of, you know, survival. Some people said we don't have a choice. And, and I, I could argue that all day. But anyway, that's what I meant. That's what I meant, family. Right, and I would is never. It, is promote... it possible I could piggyback off what you just said, on Dr. Mayotte? Yes, Queen. Please do. Hey, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold please on, do, Queen. Queen. Hold on, Queen. Put the number in there too. Put the link and the. I number. put it in there like three times. Put the number in there too. No, I don't got the number, but hey. I do have the link. Dang, what is the number? What's the number? All right, but go ahead. Um, I wanted to say this real quick. I think it's really, really, really important. If you have good listening skills, you know what I mean, and you have some type of logical comprehension, there is no way that anybody should have misunderstood what Dr. Mayotte said that day. Because Unc played the, played the, uh, the timestamp for us on uh, The Real Black Atheist on Fire. And I knew exactly what she was talking about and what she was saying makes sense. Don't none of us trust this darn government, man. No matter how much we sound like we agree with the government, don't none of us really truly trust the United States government. They have a lovely history and an extreme uh, repetitive pattern of not being very trustworthy. But what she's saying is the truth, yo. All of you mother flowers, only person that would have misunderstood Dr. Mayotte is someone that either has some comprehension issues they might be a little pseudo. They might be a bit ignorant. They might be suffering from dunning kerner effect. Something wrong with you. Because if you're using electronic devices, you trust the government because they regulate all of that to make sure that stuff don't blow up on us. If you drive in the car, you trust the government. They regulate all the safety um, regulations in regards to vehicles. If you buy food out of the store, guess what? They regulate the food to make sure that it doesn't have viruses and parasites and stuff like that in them. You know, you 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 trust you trust the government. You trust them. You trust them just enough to make sure that they're not killing you. And if they were killing us, they could have killed us a long time ago. They're doing a really shitty job of it if they're really trying to kill us. We're only 13% of the population, yo. <laughs> and the majority of our population is in jail or prison. So if they wanted to take us out, it would not be hard in the slightest. Mm -hmm. And actually, if we're being honest, they actually need us. Just like how they're pretending like they don't want these illegal aliens over here. They need them. That's an act. They need them. That's real. That, that's cheap labor for them. Yep. That's real. It saves them money. Yep. That's and, and, it and it was one other thing I wanted to say, but I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. That's one other thing I wanted to say. And that, that was it. 
you know, I don't know if I said this before. I may have said it like off off a uh, stream. So I'm gonna say it live on air. You know what I mean? I wanted to say thank you to um to everybody that's in the chat. And thank you to anybody that may watch this stream after um, this live stream is uploaded. And I definitely wanted to say I have mad respect for you, uh, Brother Unk, because you stuck up for Dr. Mayotte, you stuck up for me, and people in the chat, those of y'all was going over there. I heard about you know people going over to Sinetta's chat and going in on him, getting blocked and timed out and everything for calling out the immaturity for calling out the narcissistic behavior, for calling out the uh, disrespect that Sinetter displayed that night on Unk's channel, not just to me, not just to Dr. Mayat, but everybody that was on the panel. And shoot, might as well say the chat too. And I just wanted to say thank you, Unk, for keeping it 100. Thank you, chat, for keeping it 100. If you see me acting crazy, shit, call my ass out too. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, sis. Um... I think we got a call in here. Um, got somebody in here. Let's you go pseudo ahead. enter at your own risk. No mercy will be given. <laughs> yeah, no mercy. It's not for me. <laughs> no mercy to the pseudos. All right, let me see. Uh, what's up, Dre? Yo, what up? You can hear me? You loud and clear, bro. How you doing? All right. Dot and CK the poet and Sheffrin. What up, Uncle? Now, I just wanted to give a, uh, my vantage point from being in the Northeast. I know most of you are were either Baltimore and Uncle, you in Atlanta, correct? So, the, what I see is like being in New York City and New Jersey, what happens is, is that, and, and let me say this before I get into that. I think there's a difference. I think a lot of us in, the, in this community, and I'm not, on leaning on the side of intelligentsia just because I'm college educated and some of y'all are, but I think a lot of us, we lack nuance in our thinking, right? So it's a difference from trusting the government and relying on the government. See, everyone relies on the government to trust them, but you rely on them. Um, like you'll go on Facebook and you'll see everybody go against the government, but then, then the next post they say, I'm waiting on my check though. That means you're relying on the government. If you waiting on your $1,200 check, that's coming from the government. And I think people don't have that nuance in thinking, right? Like, I don't have to be a fan of a Donald Trump to say, oh, if he's right, he's right, and he's wrong, he's wrong, right? He's made a lot of mistakes during this pandemic, and, he's, and then sometimes he's made decent statements. I say all that to say this. In the, in the Northeast, though, the reason why I see the numbers are still Heavy is one, 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 we live in close quarters of each other, especially if you live in New York, right? The way Harlem is built, the way the Bronx is built, you're living on top of each other, right? Even if you're staying in a home, you're interacting. You go to the mailbox, you, you go into bodegas. And then once the sun comes out, especially like when I'm in Jersey, uh, making sure my mom is straight, you got the, yo, why are we getting our car wash? Ain't nowhere to go to. But people is in the car washes, like literally like 30, 40 people in front of the car wash with no mask on getting their car wash. With nowhere to drive to, just cause it's a seven. Just the overall culture, like it, the culture allows us to become victims. Most suburbia and suburbia, suburbia or suburbia homes are not in close quarters of each other. There's a certain amount of distance, right? 
So they can literally practice a form of social distancing within their home. If you're living in apartment buildings, if you're living in the projects, if you're living in, even, even if you're living in certain parts of Brooklyn where you got the brownstones are all connected. Not saying that that's a, a major reason, but I think that's an underlying, if you look at it, right? There's no real sort of social distancing, especially when the weather is nice. Now we do see in New York City, some of the white people in New York in Prospect Park, and they just out there. Cops handing them masks, whatever, handing them masks or whatever. But I think with us is like you say, if we're willing to get online for the Jordans, and I'm no better than anybody else because I in fashion and I am a sneaker collector, I'm lucky enough to know the people at the company to get them shipped to my home. But I understand their mindset, but they don't have the the the, the foresight to understand like maybe these Jordans are not worth me. Uh, catching a virus hey, that hey, I really don't look, have. Look, not trying to cut you off, yo, but we're on the time. Then, yo, so. My bad, big. My bad, bro. But that's yeah, all that's I wanted to say. Good information, though, yo. We might have an after party or something. We want to keep the show. He said after. But yeah, that, y'all get what I'm saying. It's just the culture, yeah. though. It's the overall culture of look. what we do on a daily basis that we can't escape. You know what I'm saying? It's a great point right there, yo. And I like the fact that you say our culture actually puts us in harm way. And that was deep right there, man. So that's, yeah, that's real right there, yo. But all right, man, let me get this next call. You right here, yo. Save yo, what's good, man? Talk to us. Peace, uh, Pete. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, first of all, you know how much I respect you and uh, things like that. Dr. Mayotte, peace, sister. Uh, I love the information that you bring. Um, oh, every time I listen to you, have been on point and you have said some things that have enlightened me. I appreciate that. I just wanted to uh, ask a question because I had a bill earlier today and what we basically come to realize is that part of our problem is the fundamental misunderstanding of the English language. And I believe one of our biggest problems I think one of our biggest problems is that word I just slipped up and used. What? Believe. Believe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And y'all build on that a little deep. On the word belief? Yeah. Yeah, the, well, well, the word belief is, is essential to any religion. It's based off belief. Because and we actually take our beliefs with us. And so when we think we're getting out religion, we actually go into another religion. Okay, because the, way, because the way that I looked at it, I looked it up, and it says um, to accept something is true without any reason for doing so, without any proper research. Yeah, so that right there, our beliefs in, all, in these different religions has done what you said earlier, huh? They have constantly misled us and they've stripped us and they've stripped us of our culture and our dignity and things like that. Would you would you agree? No, I think you hit it right on the head, brother. That's I mean, I mean, damn. Like your beliefs to get you killed. Where yeah. I'm from. So, so 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 would the problem be our misunderstanding of the words that we're using? No, not at all. Because no, because I'm I'm straight from Baltimore. I've been in the hood, and, and and some of my best friends was from the hood. And you can be an intelligent person, man. Like like all like 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 seriously, I've been around some straight criminals that was very intelligent, 
and they understood all the words. So all that, that everybody knows there ain't nobody walking on water, bro. Like they know that. Like seriously, like ain't nobody act, come on, man. Yeah, they understand. That's but do you want to take the time? With that today. Say it again. There's some men your age that accept that as their belief. Because it's fear, though. You know, fear got a lot to do with it, though. Fear. Like you think you if you if you don't believe in God, you're gonna go to hell. Like, think about it. Like, it's literally fear. Like, people will literally, you know, we having a conversation that they'd they be like, yo, I don't want to stand too close to you. I don't want to get struck by lightning. They really think this. I mean, you know, like it could be reward too, huh? Yeah, they want. Yeah, they. they yeah, they don't want to yeah, get a hundred versions when you die. Oh. Yeah, you want to go. So, anybody want to go to heaven? That too. That word again. Dang. Yeah, like we have to get a better grasp. We got to get a better grasp of the words. Man, this that's is psychological that's trauma, man. This is deep psychological trauma that we're after. So, 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 what's the word used for being in the middle of a pandemic and act like it ain't happening? Like, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, like, like <laughs> what you call it? Nah, I ain't never heard that word before, yo. What do you mean? <laughs> we like did like two shows on it, Say and Kyle did one. Say it. The Dunning-Cunner effect? Oh, oh, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't understand you. I was like, what the hell was you talking about? That's basically what they're suffering from <clears throat> and possibly anti-intellectualism as well. <sighs> you got to realize when you're surrounded by a gang of misinformation all the time and you don't get the correct information on a regular basis, you're going to go with what you're exposed to the most. So, yeah, you got to realize, like, I think I bought it up on the, um, on the, on the stream in the past that the majority of us, the majority of the people that's in the panel, I mean, not on the panel, but like that, that watch the show or whatever, most people work, yo. They're working 40 hours a week, if not more. Most people don't have time to be reading books, you know, watching lectures and being up to date on the new information. Like once you graduate high school, you in go mode. A lot of people don't have some kids. So half the time they at work, actually let me stop lying, the majority of the time they at work, and then that little bit of time that they got, they either sleep or spend time with their kids. So a lot of people are going with outdated information or just whatever they just get exposed to on the regular, which is the misinformation. And then they tell someone else, and then that person tells someone else, and you're just surrounded by a gang of people that didn't take the time out of the day to just look up, yo, what does this word mean? Instead of just making up your own thing. What's the evidence behind this? You know, and it doesn't help when your own government is promoting propaganda. That's another thing. That's crazy, though, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's not helping when you got news articles from supposedly reputable news outlets that was just on the side of science two months ago when this shit was like serious. And now all of a sudden, because of our president, obviously, now you got some of them switching gears and throwing out opinionated pieces. Oh, well, they're going to be looking at closely about this coming from a lab. I know good done well this shit ain't come from no darn lab. It just causes confusion. Like people are already deep into the pseudo ideology. So now you're throwing another curveball and people are going to listen to that, read that opinionated piece and be like, see, look, um, y'all didn't know what y'all were talking about. It did come from a lab. 
But no, if you read that article clearly, it clearly mm. says this is an opinionated piece. It mm. don't drop no sources. It don't drop no scientific journals. It don't tell you where they got the information from. It's mostly just opinion speculation. Yeah, so even when, so, so, so even when, was it the attorney general? Who was speaking with Trump? Came out. Uh, I, forget, I, forget, I forget the guy's name, but he said, "Yeah, we have evidence that it came from a lab." And then when you read the statement from the intelligence community, right? They were saying, "No, I'm saying this, this was not made in a lab." So I mean, look, at the end of the day, we're gonna find out. We're gonna get to it. We don't want to miss nothing, okay? So what we do know is this particular pathogen occurred naturally. Now whether it is occurred naturally in a lab, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna find out in the coming days, man. Let me get this next caller. Make sure we stay on schedule. Uh, where you at? Uh... Where you at? I just hold up your line. Let's start right there. Hold on, sir. But I do agree with you, Unc, about when you said in the past that I think that if people just understood, like they don't even need to understand it 100%, if they just get the basics, like, yo, what is a virus? Like, what does it do? You know what I mean? What is your immune system? Like, what does it do? You don't got to remember the whole entire, you know, system of your body. But if you just have a general understanding, okay, hey, my lungs do this. You know, my bone marrow does that. Hey, the antigens, this, antibodies, that. You know what I mean? You kind of can get it, you know, when some of the um, people that are a little bit more educated get to start, you know, reading uh, science journals or you find a science journal, you watch a lecture or something like that, you'll be able to get the gist of it. Because when people don't have the basics, you know what I mean? Like that's when you get people that get to making stuff up. Oh, this virus isn't real. Oh, they're using it as fear. Like, dude, do y'all know that viruses, viruses have been killing our flipping species like since before we were human, son, this has been a regular thing. It, it doesn't kill just us too. It fucks with the other animals too. Some of them kill plants, yo. Kill plants? These viruses are all over the place. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's why, you know, I started taking your advice, you know what I mean? Started collecting, you know, um, science journals that you've dropped, that Nahisi be dropping, Sean be dropping some, Chavez. You know, sometimes I find stuff on my own. And I just try to keep the ones that I think that'll help somebody get a better understanding of something. So like if it's a virus, for example, I'll have, hey, you know, articles and videos on what is a virus. So you get that different perspective. Okay, the history of viruses, the evolution of viruses, like how have they changed over time? You know what I mean? Like, are there a such thing as good viruses? You know, things from different spectrums on that so people can have a better understanding. You ain't gotta be an expert. But you'll just have a better understanding so you're not so spooked out and just making stuff up. Yeah, but you know what? My my thing is I judge people off of their peripheral knowledge. Like certain things shouldn't get past you. You should know when something sounds crazy. You know what I mean? Like I, you don't have to know everything, but yo, you have to have some type of buffer between knowledge, pseudoism, and straight bullshit, right? 
And I feel like a lot of people that be in these uh, chats, not our chat, our chat, y'all fucking brilliant. But a lot of people that be in these other chats, they don't have a buffer between them and straight bullshit. Like, it's crazy. Like, there's a lot of things that I don't know. But I know when to slow down and listen to some shit that I know that don't sound quite right. It seemed like they go with all of the shit that sounds completely left. Like, where's the, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't get it, man. People can, when, when, when the dude Phil Valentine, Dr. Phil Valentine, when he said paint your kids' rooms with lead paint, and ain't nobody check him on that. That was crazy. You know what I mean? That was crazy to me. Like, so I mean, we we, we gotta do better. Like our people are. Is a lot of our people that's so far behind, or I ain't gonna say that. I think they like. I, I think it's entertainment to them. A lot of it. It gotta be. You know what I mean? I, I I think a lot of it is entertainment when they go along with certain things like that. It it, it can't be the intelligence thing. I I think it is though, Chef. I actually think because science is so it has a whole different terminology to it, right? And it seems to be so complicated that we just take the easy way out, man. Like it's easy to listen to. The melanin is easy to listen to the young pseudo when he says uh, carbon is 666, which it is. But then in the next uh, 50 years, it'll be 668 or something like that. Like, then it ain't carbon no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't understand what an element is, if you don't understand that melanin is not an element, if you don't understand that melanin is not carbon, this is science here, right? It's easy to listen to listen to the pseudos, but it's hard, you know what I'm saying, to participate in scientific literacy. So that's Thanks. the difference, man. It's, it's just, it's easy to be a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, than actually question it. It's easy. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, it's safe. Pseudoism mm -hmm. is, 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 is the same as religion. It's made up. It's coming out of the minds. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's a belief, like your brother said. It's a belief. It's made up. Simple as that. So what we require over here is reading. We have books. You don't see them showing any books. They just started trying to act like they had some daggone references somewhere. Because <laughs> you know if you show your book, we're going to get busted. Remember, <laughs> the pseudo dies at its source, and that is daggone books. Immediately. Right. Or, or at his pills when uh, a divine prospect put up the clear lungs. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and he also put some scientific journals up. You know what I'm saying? They weren't even scientific, it was just journals published anywhere. And, and, and the conclusion didn't even, didn't, didn't even fit his conclusion. It didn't even support his uh, claim. Right. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it sounded good, though. Hey, hey CK, put that link in there again so we get some more calls, man. Copy. And I'm just letting you know right flipping now. 
You see those jump on this flipping channel? Your behind will get beat up like you did last time. So enter at your own risk. <laughs> and you better be thankful Double X ain't here. Because <laughs> he is way worse than me. Way worse. Double X ain't going to let you get not a word out. Nope, if it won't. sounds pseudo, he diving in. And you better be careful because <laughs> I'll tag team with his ass too. If you stumble over a word, double X gonna jump on you. What? What? You read that? That's wrong. You want to get that? What? Huh? He ain't even gonna give you a chance to be wrong. You feel me? If he thinks you about to be wrong, he jumping in. You have to go live when he's off work. Yeah, we gonna go live. He ain't going away. He ain't going chilling. He kind of ain't going away. He treat you the game. He treat you the game. So, I mean, hey, I don't know what to tell y'all. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, yeah, Dre, you want to add something else? Since we don't have another call, I know you wasn't kind of quite finished. No, nah, I just wanted to say, like I told you on the phone, the you know, they say the idle mind is the devil's playground. But I like to say the worst thing you could be right now is broken board. Because when you ain't got no money and you really don't have no knowledge, you just attach yourself to anything that sounds good. And right now, Facebook and YouTube is at an all-time high you know, it's as far as like entertaining people. It doesn't have to, it, as long as it sounds good. So if you even look at like, a, like just think about from April to right now, let's say March to now, we've had a timeline of what caused the coronavirus. First, it was only for white people. Then it was uh, 5G. Then it was, uh, now it's Bill Gates is, is the, the creator, the owner. It's just like, we come, we just don't have nothing to do. And like you said, the thing about, I don't want to say pseudo because, you know, you know, that's the word that is kind of like taboo, but I'll leave that to you. But the thing that a lot of people that attach themselves to these uh, conspiracies that you realize it allows them to become the smartest person in this, in their circle. So it's like, yeah, you didn't know this. So I'm, I'm good, telling you. Good point. Yo, that's a good point. You understand? So point. I deal with that all the time. Like, I'm, that's why on my Facebook, I just trolled them. As soon as they say something stupid, I just get them common sense and then I just walk away. Because you, they can't fight common sense. You understand? Like, uh, I wanted so bad to talk to Jabari when he was debating polite. Because I was going to say, I'm, I agree with you on everything you're saying about polite. But your understudy Jamal is worse than polite. Because when it first came out, his understudy Jamal said black people can't catch it. Then the next day, he said, all right, it's the food you got in the gut. And then the next day, he said 5G. And then uh, two weeks later, he showed you that 5G couldn't. It was just like, yo, bro, you're understudy. This is your man. Oh, so that's the like dude with the dreadlocks? Nah, Jamal is the bald head dude who, who raps. And he, listen, like, he did a video last week talking about the revolution is coming. Matter of fact, let me say this before <laughs> another, before another caller jump in. Let me show you how scattered we are, right? The dude said his very first video on the coronavirus where he said black people can't catch. It. He goes like this. Oh, I, oh, I took all my money out the stock market. The stock market crashed, right? So I said, okay. He said that. Then he goes, you know, money is not going to be worth nothing. You're not going to be able to go out your house. What you going to do? Now, after an hour and 30 minutes of talk, he said, with that being said, the state of the black conference would be May 15th. I said, hold up. The, the world's going to end. Our money's worth nothing. You can't come out the house, but you just gave me the new date for your conference. Does that make any sense? 
It was at what was the conference after the end of the world? Uh, it was in Atlanta. I know Charlotte. It was in Charlotte. It was in Charlotte. It was in Charlotte. You <laughs> know, and, uh, and that's why I wanted to talk to Jabari. I'm like Jabari. I'm with you. This stuff is dangerous. What are you gonna say to your man Jamal? Think he in the shrine. The whole time he dressed like you. He's holding an uncle. He in the shrine. So my thing is, is like, yeah. But my thing is, is like, you got this man tell like like a week ago, he's telling black people, y'all not gonna jump off the porch when they come, meaning you know the the militias and all that. I'm like, you sitting on your porch telling you sitting on your porch in Long Island, where where nothing's happening, and you're gonna tell black people to jump off the porch. Like, what are we talking about, man? It, it's just silly. It, it's it's when you broke and you bored, you attach yourself to these things, man. Mm. You attach yourself to these things. Mm. And that's just what it is. There you go. I'm not going to defend Jamal on that nonsense right there. I ain't going to say nothing about Jamal. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you rock out on that. I mean, I mean, the video is up. I sent it to Garfield the day he was making the video when he went live. The yeah, video is up. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Jamal work. You know what I'm saying? Um, you ain't missing nothing. I'm working on them slowly. I got to work on them slowly. Man, you got a, you got a long way to go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he two <laughs> weeks from being, he two weeks from being Farrell. He two weeks from being Farrell. <laughs> man, hey, Kyle, man, help me out, Kyle, before you get me, before I get in trouble, man. Uh, <laughs> what's up, bro? Yo, that was funny as hell. What's going on, Kyle? I'm killing, man. PZK, Chef Friend, to the whole. What's up, yo? Yo, what's up, what's up, man? Hey, y'all. It's always hey. good to have strong, smart brothers on the panel come through. Man, I'm following through. Look, check this out. I think right now what we're doing is this, right? We what we're doing is we are um imposing what we want the community to be over the actual community. You know what I'm saying? And so if we are a, a group of people who quote unquote are woke, right? You know what I'm saying, is inside their awakening is gonna be some not smart people. You know what I'm saying? It's like any other community, it has people who specialize in certain things. And I think the issue is a lot of people don't necessarily know where they fit into the community. And it goes to the fact that a lot of people want to be the leaders, but at the same time, don't necessarily possess those skills. So a lot of people who are out here teaching, they don't know what they even teach themselves because they haven't studied it, but they have, they feel this, 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 this desire or this requirement because they're trying to build this community to be the people who bring forth the information but the unfortunate reality is some of these people don't necessarily possess that skill set and they don't necessarily take the time to even develop it because the community is in so much need. And I use that term very, very loosely community because we're not even together on the same mission. But I say all that to say that it's like any other community here, man. I mean, we all, you know, um, strive, we all desire the same things. But unfortunately, we we don't necessarily know how to get to it, and we're in this we're in a panic right now. We're in the worst time that we I can remember. My I I don't never remember the the twenty uh, percent unemployment rate during a pandemic, and you know, like in my lifetime. So people are panicking, and they got to turn to conspiracies just to kind of say what y'all were just going into, because people go into conspiracies out of fear. The fear is they don't have control over the situation and they have to manifest some type of idea of control in their mind 
And if, you know, if they can give that control over the unknown to a God into a lab experiment that went haywire or whatever, they're going to do all that because a lot of times people are afraid to, to deal with reality. So, you know? so um, I just wanted to address something in the chat that we went over a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, we was on Garfield's show and I put up this NPR article about back. Because there's people who continuing in the chat saying that um, there's no evidence that Bat has the coronavirus. And this is that same NPR article that I saved and kept just for people like this. Um, they compared the genetic sequence of the new coronavirus 2019 in to a library of known viruses and found a 96% match with a coronavirus found in horseshoe bats in southwest China. The findings were published in a study in Nature this week. So for those who continue to say that bats do not carry the virus, um, I don't understand what's wrong with y'all. Uh, yeah. They're in denial because the same pseudos that's in the flipping chat now are the same ones that was on the panel a week or two ago. And I threw all matter of sources in the chat and in the back chat to show them that, yo, they've already done testing on this coronavirus. It originally came from bats, yo. This shit has been mutating since they noticed it years ago. And I threw a video in the chat, which if y'all want me to, I'll throw the same sources in the chat again including some videos on coronaviruses, on bats, and why bats are such lovely, you know, nests yeah. for viruses, you know. I don't understand. It's actually kind of interesting. Hey, but CK, that goes to the point that I'm making, though. Like, it's out of fear that they're doing this. Because, like, if if the coronavirus is a naturally occurring virus that's a, it's a mutation from it's the horse England, right, that means that it, we have to admit that it's a, a, um, a novel uh zoonotic transfer right that we don't know anything about and and that's scary to a lot of people but in order but for them to compensate for that fear what we do is we have to give it to we have to we have to have a devil in our mind we have to have something to blame the problem on because once we blame the problem we can have a solution you know we can know that hey if the white man did this or the chinese man did this now we can point the finger and blame right. them instead of dealing with the reality of the situation. So it makes it easier to say that 5G did it, or it makes it easier to say that, you know, it was a lab escape, it was genetic, uh, bio, uh, bi biochemical weapon, whatever you want to call it, because people cannot deal with reality. And that's because of fear. Can I don't know what else to say, man. People just keep going on, and I'm going to just leave it alone because this whole article is basically saying that it's happened with other coronaviruses. In the case of the mm -hmm. SARS 2003 coronavirus outbreak, a bat corona jumped to civic. A bat coronavirus jumped, jumped to civic. A member yeah. of so as a, as a cat. And was sold to people at, at, as food at market. The MERS, the Middle East Rep Respiratory Syndrome outbreak, first detected in 2012, was caused by a coronavirus that jumped from bats yeah. to camels. Camels. Mm -hmm. 
So would y'all just stop? Y'all just don't understand science. Y'all are so slow. In the, and, and, I, and I believe that it ain't even that y'all slow. Y'all are afraid. Yeah, yeah it's fair. I can post some videos in the chat right now. This, like, remember the one dude I told you I've been watching up? Mm -hmm. This dude is a I professor of virology. Where people like this. So yeah, he goes, listen, he goes into all of that. All right, so listen, we winding down. Uh, almost time to shut the show out. Um, appreciate everybody coming through. And this particular bill was very, very important. And it yeah. was important to our survivability and understanding how being conquered by religion, pseudoisms being included in religion, right? It's very, very dangerous in this time. So take the time, go back over the sources that we put in. I uh, appreciate everybody listening. Let me drop that source again for them. This one. And actually, it's I'm going to take it another step forward. No, I'm going to drop the link. I'm just going to drop the link. That's all. I'm going to drop the link right now to all the lectures I've been watching for 2020. Everybody needs to add this playlist lecture to their YouTube shit and watch every single one of these videos. Well, they got to sign up for the server to get that, though, huh? How about that? No, no, they don't. Oh, I'm yeah. putting it in the chat right now. I'm just trying to get that playlist right there. You two are marvelous and your other pseudo buddy. Tell them to add that. Add that to your YouTube playlist. Watch all them videos. And yes, nah, he not does watch that. They didn't watch they not gonna watch it. They're, not watch that. They just, want to, they just want to troll. They just want to. This article is npr.org. Apparently, people can't flip and read, so I thought I'd throw some. Dopes and sodas, 2020. Because he goes into how the one um, senior pestis, how it got the virus was in the fleas, and then the fleas bit the rats, and then the rats got the virus, and the next thing you know, rats crawling around all over the place, getting into the food and stuff. The fleas bit the rats and the rats and the fleas, you know, bit the human. Yeah. There's yeah. this one virus that's in, like, there's viruses that's in the feces of these animals, yo. And they hey, look. how. Hold on, hold on one second. Okay. Hold on. Hey, make sure y'all support Abs You Wear. All right. Man, your store with all the real fashion your reds, your black, and your green. All right, where you can get the no religion shirts and the pseudo killer shirts. Appreciate out everybody's support. That's Abjuwear, A B D J U W E A R.com. Appreciate all the support. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want, y'all can hit that Cash App, Uncoquette. Cash App at Uncoquette, right? Appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we're on that time schedule, right? If we hit that live button, yeah, I mean, we'll hit it again, yo. So at this point, man, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Uh, we want to keep the shows uh, short and sweet and to the point, man. Appreciate everybody coming through. We definitely going to be back on tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, live. Going to have everybody on the pseudo killers on there. And remember, man, if you fighting against misinformation, God damn it, you're a pseudo killer. Plain and simple.